hello, 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 my fearless followers. Oh, today is Tuesday, August 17th. And before I get started, I want to make sure that I wish Nathaniel a very happy 22nd birthday. It sucks you got to be out in the field, homie. Sorry. But I'm thinking of you, and I love you, and I owe you a birthday gift because you're in the field and so I didn't send you anything <laughs> um uh yeah so happy birthday and that's my youngest y'all my youngest is 22 oh craziness right oh my gosh so this week I am preparing for my trip to Florida I'm gonna go check out some areas uh, near Sarasota and Clearwater and Dunedin, those areas down in there. Um, you know, I'm still proceeding forward. I may not be able to move when I wanted to, uh, but I'm still proceeding forward and my plan still is to move until something gets in my way of that, you know. I mean, I'm flexible, you know. I, I'm not going to just say no, no matter what, this is what I'm doing. But right now, this is where my heart is, and this is where I believe that I am being led to go. So, that's that. If that changes, then, you know, that changes. But, you know. Um, let's see. So, today, I wanted to talk to you about some basic orientation and mobility stuff. Because I got to thinking about having to learn a new area um so growing up wasn't a huge deal I lived in the same city my whole life and so I knew where everything was I knew all this you know the streets and um I never really I you know I could never read the street signs so I always knew you know okay there's a greenhouse on the corner of fern and there's a yellow house here and you know, and so I, I learned to do that by landmarks. Um, but I, I mean, the east side of Redlands, I, I could tell you where anything was. You know, um, once you got more over into the west side, I, I didn't go over there very much. So more towards Loma Linda, I, I just didn't go over there much. Um, so, uh, so I just knew. And also, you know, of course, growing up, my vision was better than it is now. And I even had glasses that helped some too. I remember the first time I put my glasses on and I could see the freaking blades of grass. I was so amazed. I kept putting them up, right? And looking at the grass and taking them off and looking at the grass and putting them on, looking at the grass and taking them on. I just, I couldn't believe it. I think I was in sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. And I just couldn't, I could not believe it was so amazing. I don't get anything like that anymore, but you know, whatever. Uh, so, okay, so then I moved and I was in Alaska. And you know, I was on the army base and I didn't really need to know where anything was. If I needed to go somewhere, uh, my husband took me or somebody took me or I got on the shuttle and you know, it, it just, it wasn't a big deal. I knew where the things were that I needed, but I didn't venture off base much or off post. I didn't venture off post much. So, you know, everything I needed was there on post except my job. Uh, and that was really the, the, and any other time I went off post was with my husband or, you know, somebody else. Um, I only went off post by myself for work. 
Um, and, and even then I just worked in this little like strip mall thing that had a couple stores and a Safeway. Um, so it's not like I went out and, you know, painted the town red or anything. Uh, and then, and, and that was difficult too, because it was dark so much. Now, many people have asked me about the whole 24 hours of darkness and 24 hours of daylight in Alaska. So let me just give a little side note here. This is how it works. December 21st is the shortest day of the year. And the sun would rise at about 10 a.m. And then it would start to set at around 1. So you had about three hours of daylight. Um, and then every day after that, I think it's seven minutes. You gain seven minutes of daylight up until June 21st, which is the summer solstice. December 21st is the winter solstice. June 21st is the summer solstice. And that is the longest day of the year. And in Alaska, yes, it is light 24 hours a day. You will wake up at two o'clock in the morning and it'll be broad daylight. You, the coolest thing, I mean, and it was pretty much like that for the whole summer because the sun never actually set, even as you're losing those seven minutes, it would get like a little closer to dusk. And so you could watch the sun circle the, the sky, you know, from the east to the west and, uh, Instead of it going like, you know how normally the sun at noon is like up, like directly above you, right? Well, it circled uh, laterally, I guess the word would be. And so you just watch it go. <laughs> it just, it was really, it was really neat. Um, and so, yes, you did have 24 hours of daylight for several months, um, at least two months. And in the wintertime, it was kind of cool because there was so much snow that all the lights reflected off of it. It was bright as day anyway. I could see there in the dark. It was amazing. <laughs> Not that I would ever want to go back. It was freaking cold. Um, but yeah, so that's how that worked. The, the, the 24 hours of darkness did not happen. There was not ever a day that the sun did not come up. There was very little time that it was up, but there was never a day that the sun did not come up. So, okay. So then I get to Washington and this is where I start driving. And originally when I moved there, I was taking the bus everywhere. And the best way to learn where things are is to take the bus because the bus takes you the roundabout way and you find all the neat little things that you wouldn't necessarily have found if you just drove straight to your destination. And so, you know, I rode the bus a lot and I learned where a lot of stuff was. And, and then I got my driver's license and I, I drove the same way I rode the bus. I buy landmarks, you know, turn right at the Taco Bell, go through two lights and a stop sign and then take the first left. You know what I mean? That's, that's how I drove. And if I didn't know where something was, like for example, if I had a, see, and you know, this is all even before I took any O&M training. O&M is orientation mobility. Okay. And that is exactly what it, 
sounds like. It's orientation, how you orient yourself in your surroundings, and mobility, how you get around. Okay? So that's, that's all O&M is. How you orient yourself and how you get around. Okay? So I knew my way around Washington. But even then, I still knew. Something in me knew. You know? O&M. And I had never taken O&M training before. But I remember having a doctor's appointment and I didn't know exactly where it was. And so I took someone with me and we drove and I found exactly where it was so that the day of my appointment would come, I know exactly where I needed to go. It was, it just made my life so much easier. I knew how to get around construction. I knew, you know, I just, I knew how to do whatever I needed to do to make my life easier when I was getting around. And when I lost my license and started taking orientation mobility training, First of all, I don't like how they teach it because they teach it in such a formal way. Life is not formal. You're not, it's just not, that's not how it is. Um, and so when I'm going to, how I'm going to talk to you is, is how I do my O&M. Okay. And this is real life. This is not the quote professional training speech or anything like that. This is real life, okay? And this is how I do things. It may not work for you, but if you've never had to learn O&M, I'm gonna make it as simple as I can for you because I, I live by Judge Judy's rule. Keep it simple, stupid. I'm just, I'm right there with you. Um, so when I moved to Arizona, I was amazed at how easy it is to get around this this city in in Phoenix Glendale uh, you know metro Phoenix Phoenix metro area okay in California you could be driving down the same street and it'll change names four times because in California you can buy a section of the street right and name it whatever in the hell you want that could be fun. I thought about looking into <laughs> I really did. I thought about how, how much would it cost? And so you adopt that section of the street. You can name it whatever you want, and you have to take care of it. It's, it's your, um, your section of the city, you know, that you're responsible for. You have to keep it clean. I'm not saying you have to do the, the maintenance on the yards or anything like that, but you got to keep the trash out of the gutters. If there's you know, cracks and potholes, you got to get those reported and fixed. Not that you have to pay for it. It's just that, you know, you got to get it taken care of. Um, anyways, and so it was really hard. I can't imagine going there now and trying to figure out where things are. Because you could be going on down, you know, Church Street and then all of a sudden it's Cajon. And you're like, wait, what happened? Um, so... When I got to Arizona, and you know, Washington was the same way. I don't know if it was the whole thing about selling portions of the street. It didn't do it as much as, as it does in California. But it very typically, if you're on a road and it like takes a hard curve, it'll treat it as a turn and it'll be a different road. Um, now granted, it does that everywhere. But when I got to Arizona, the grid system that it's on is just amazing. You, for the most part, all your main roads run north and south, east and west. You have one main road, a, a highway that goes 
diagonal through the city. Um, otherwise, everything is laid out like a grid. Okay, you've you've got. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to get too into detail, but I just want to give you guys a visual of where I'm at. Okay, um, you've got all your numbered names run north and south. So 27th Avenue, 16th Street, 107th Drive, those all are going to run north and south. Okay. East and west are the names. Okay. And typically the east and west roads meet up in the in other cities. Take, for example, Indian School Road. Indian School Road runs all through uh, Litchfield and all that, all through Dysart, Litchfield, um, all through Phoenix, into Scottsdale, you know, several different cities. It, these one roads run north and, I mean, east and west through these cities. And if you learn those, you can orient yourself. And if you learn the numbers, you orient yourself. You know that as, you know, with um, central is zero, okay? So with zero as your starting point, you know as you go west, the numbers are going to get bigger as you go west. And they're going to be avenues, okay? 7th Avenue. Uh. 16th Avenue, 24th Avenue, okay? And the other way is streets, okay? 7th Street, 16th Street, okay? And so as you go east, those numbers get bigger, okay? So automatically, you know you're east from your west, no matter where you are. If you are on 83rd Avenue and you want to get to 59th Avenue, that's the number smaller, you wanting to go smaller, so you're going east towards zero, towards central, right? If it was the other way around, you're on 59th, you want to go to 83rd, you're going to go west because the numbers are going to get bigger, okay? So that's the first thing you need to do. You need to learn the layout, <coughs> excuse me, of your immediate area, okay? Learn what roads go north and south, what roads go east and west. Um, I know that a lot of times your phone is going to be your best friend. Okay. I've, I've been at the dentist and I had to wait for, uh, he was making me a mouth guard and it was going to be about an hour and a half. And I was like, whatever. So I look on my phone and there's a Starbucks nearby. So I'm like, hmm. All right, I can go hang out at Starbucks. I had no idea where I was. I had never been to this dentist office before. I had Dial-A-Ride drop me off. And so I didn't know what was around me. And so I did a Google what was around me and found a Starbucks. And uh, I thought, well, I don't know how to get there, <laughs> you know? So once again, I did a Google. And I, asked, I said, walk me to Starbucks because I'm not driving, you know? And sure enough, it did. <laughs> you know, I thought that was awesome. It's it's amazing to me the stuff that they have nowadays. You know, they didn't have that. You know what? 
15 years ago when I stopped driving. They just barely started having cell phones. <laughs> Not any with GPS. Now, there have always been um, GPS, uh, little GPS gadgets uh, for the blind. And, and that's been uh, a technology that's been developing over time. I mean, it's, it's, I don't mean developing over time. I mean, it's, it's been there for a long time and has gotten much better. Let's put it that way. Um, so, you know, the first thing that's, like I said, that's the first thing you need to do. Orient yourself with the, your roads, north, south, east, and west. Okay. I know that a lot of you younger folks don't know your north, south, east, and west, which is incredibly disturbing. Um, but here's the deal. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Okay? So, if you're standing outside and it's 8 o'clock in the morning, the sun is going to be to the east. Okay? So, if you orient yourself with the sun to the east, you're going to face north and the sun will be on your right right you guys remember the there was never eat soggy watermelons never eat shredded wheat there was all those little um i don't even know what those things are called acronyms i don't know little sayings to make you remember okay so if you're looking north the sun would be right on your left okay that's east so you'll once you learn your streets you will learn okay these are west that's where the sun is as it's going down in the evening, okay? North and south is just going to be based on which way the east and west is. Now, you do have a little more of a problem like between uh, like 1 and, no, I'm sorry, like noon and 2. You might have a little, maybe 11 to 2. You might have a little bit of an issue. Um just because the sun is, is pretty much directly above you at that point. Uh, so my advice would be to work on your orientation either earlier in the morning or later in the evening. You want to do it during you know sunrise or sunset, not in the middle of the day. You won't be able to orient yourself that way. Um, so, so then you just, you know, you go from there. You find your north, south, east, and west, okay? And then, you know, your own neighborhood is going to be the main area you need to know. So you're going to need to know how many streets you have to cross to get somewhere or, you know, and it's it, you have to learn your routes. You have to learn because think about it. If you're going along, right, and let's say you're going around your main block, well, you may have like three cul-de-sacs to cross as you head you know north on the west side of your neighborhood but as you're heading south on the east side of your neighborhood you may not have any cul-de-sacs or any roads to cross so you can't even so much go by okay I crossed three roads and turned right so now when I turn right again I have to turn cross three roads going back the other way and that's not always going to be the case so you need to pay very close attention as you go. Um, and, and the best way to do that is by main roads. 
or roads that go all the way through. And, and that's just how you're going to have to orient yourself because, and I've done it, I've gone and I've turned on a road and all of a sudden it curved and I was like, oh, uh-oh, you know, and it ended up taking me somewhere else. I had no idea where this road went. Um, and I've done that a couple of times because I've gotten mixed up when I've gone out on my walks and, you know, if you don't pay attention, you know, I have this dog and the dog does an amazing job, but... I have to tell him which way to go. He doesn't just decide it for me. I mean, there are, you know, like when we leave my house, I can tell him to go to the mailbox. He'll go to the mailbox. I can tell him to go to the bus stop. He'll go to the bus stop. You know, those kind of things. But as a basic, you know, orientation, I have to know where I'm at and I have to know where I'm trying to go. Um, there are, like, now that I've been in this neighborhood with, with my dog for two and a half years, um, I can be, you know, in my little community and tell him to, to take me home. And he, he would, you know, I wouldn't have to tell him where to turn right, left, whatever, but he would take me home because he knows the way. Um, and so especially if you're going to get a dog, they will not accept you to get a guide dog unless you have orientation and mobility training um, from a certified instructor. I am not a certified instructor. However, I can give you orientation and mobility training. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't I I... I just want to help folks, you know, that's, that's my heart. You guys know that. I mean, you guys have been listening to me for how many months now? You guys know my heart. I want to help people. And, you know, nothing is more frustrating to me than the blind people that can't get themselves around. Even not, even, even sighted people that can't get themselves around. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating to see people that just have no idea what their surroundings are. Or, you know, what if you had to call 911 because someone was screaming? Okay, what direction uh, is it coming from? Uh, the left? Is that what you're going to say? Like, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine that? You know, I mean, uh, it's coming from behind me. Oh, that's helpful. I mean, yes, when the police come out that to where you're at, that might be a little more helpful. But if you want to send somebody directly to where the screams are coming from you need to know whether it's north south east or west <laughs> i mean so you know again landmarks are a really good way um to to orient yourself i also like i said i recommend getting on the bus go for a bus ride um right now i'm guessing you can't really sit up close and talk to the driver because people are still afraid of this whole Rona thing. Um, but, you know, get you a bus book. Get you your tablet. Everything's electronic now. It's amazing. I can't, you know, I probably would have had a much easier time uh, learning things uh, had I used technology more to my advantage. Um, but I'm, I'm still old school, you know. If I could see a map, I would pull out a map before I used Google probably just because that's just I'm old school 
I would love to get a letter in the mail. Like, you know, I, just, I get emails. Yeah, but a letter in the mail? Like, come on. How freaking cool is that? When we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Who could name that show? All right, guys. Post it on my Facebook page, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin, or on my Twitter, at Garmin Navigates. What song was it? Come on. I know y'all know it. Ah, uh, have a great week, folks. I'll be back on Friday to do a uh, uh, little pre-vacay episode. And uh, I am looking forward to that vacay, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but I want to thank you guys for listening. I encourage you to send me questions, comments, concerns, and snide remarks. I also ask for a rate and review on my social media, my podcast, and also my book, You Can't Even Begin to Imagine Gaining Strength While Losing My Sight. It's available on Amazon and on the free Kindle app. Uh, so if you haven't gotten that already, please get that. Check it out. I guarantee you, you will love it. Um, and if you've already read it, please, please, please get on Amazon and do a rate and a review. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, until Friday, have a great week. Be a blessing to somebody. And uh, yeah, do something nice for somebody. You know, give somebody a compliment. Everybody loves compliments. Give somebody a compliment. I challenge you, three people each day. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come on. Three people. Oh, Tuesday. Well, yeah, Tuesday. It's only Tuesday morning. So today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I want you to give three compliments to people, three different people. Tell me about them on my social media. Let's get it started. At Garmin Navigates on Twitter, Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin on Facebook. Until Friday, guys, have a wonderful week.